Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas, a wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at OzarkFolkCenter.com. Hey, everybody, this is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. This week, we'll hear music and interviews from California-based multi-instrumentalists, singers, and purveyors of traditional Southwestern American folk music, Frank Fairfield and Zach Sokolow. Down in the vault, Mark Jones has found an archival recording of Ozark fiddler Frank Ellis performing the tune Seamus O'Brien, and author, folklorist, and songwriter Charlie Sandage presents a portrait of the Meadow Creek Project, a sustainable agriculture and education facility located in the Ozarks. All that this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. When I heard Frank Fairfield and Zach Sokolow play at the Ozark Folk Center last summer, I felt as though I'd been transported back in time about 75 years, to a time before music would be overproduced and overarranged, a time when just a fiddle and a thumpy guitar and a sweet tune would put a smile on your face. Here are some tunes we recorded at their concert. Aunque esté bien desvelado, aunque esté bien desvelado. 
But it is interesting. I think the Southwest has a lot of music that we can kind of say is it's Southwestern, you know, of, of, of both Spanish and Anglo music, but then of all sorts of other kinds of things, you know. There's been Armenian communities in Fresno since the turn of the century, it's, you know, since earlier than that, but, you know, it's been like a huge community there that plays music and these Basque communities and a lot of different kinds of things throughout California, so. A good friend of ours is a, a, his family are Sicilian Americans who lived up in San Jose. San Jose was a There's a, a bunch of Sicilians of... up there, so a lot of the, a lot of music is influenced by that up yeah. around there. Especially the Spanish music is really like the Spanish Southwest kind of, uh, what they call Norteño, like of the old, like kind of the Northern Spanish colonies. Yeah, that's still like very much a, a living tradition, you know, so most of the musicians don't play shows. There's no festival, you know, there's no clubs, you know, for the, it's, it's just the bars and, and restaurants and then, you know, dances.
I kind of grew up with that stuff. You know, my folks are a lot of Tejano, you know, Spanish Texans in South Texas. So I kind of like, I just feel like it's sort of, yeah, I like to sing those, those Spanish songs. They're beautiful songs. There's so much variety of music, of types of songs. And, uh, you know, just lyrically, they're really beautiful. But yeah, they're beautiful songs. And it's just great to just hang out in L.A. and hear that music being played and see just right next door to where I live, there's big parties that, that happen every weekend. And sometimes it's groups, you know, like like string groups, and sometimes it's orchestra, like band, like uh, Sinaloa and brass bands and different Oaxacan <clears throat> little orchestras. But it's just great music, and people are dancing, and it's still like couple dancing and different kinds of, I don't know, it's still a really vibrant thing.
throughout San Jose was a real interesting hub for for uh, Ukrainians and all kinds of different people that came that settled there and were working in in the factories and and uh, and now it's kind of like what is it San Jose's Silicon Valley now? I guess so. Yeah. But at the time there was that guy Kenny Hall. I don't know if you ever heard of Kenny Hall. No. He was He's a big fixture in Fresno that just died a few years uh, a few years ago, and he was from San Jose too. This old mandolin player, this blind man that played mandolin, and and he was also a real wealth of, of knowledge. And he used to play with the Happy Hayseeds back, you know, that they made a couple of records for Victor in, the, in 1930. They were from Stockton, California, and so yeah, I don't know. There's like all these little kind of little pockets of these little lineages of old music. <laughs>
think we just met each other and liked to play. And Jerron and I used to play together at a bar. And that's, you know, we just just because a friend of ours kind of ran the place. So the other guy, he was from South Texas. And we used to have us there and we'd play. And the Tommy's Loft, remember Tommy's Loft? Yeah, I actually never went there. That yeah. was another, you know, this guy that had this loft. That you had these kind of these parties, and people would play music there. And that's where we met the Petrovic guys. Those guys oh, played yeah, those a lot guys of guys who play like Balkan music and play Romanian symbolism music and all kinds of stuff. And they play jazz too. Music. And they also so. play American jazz. Yeah. And so I don't know, like a lot of musicians met each other through that. And busking, I used to busk a lot. That's I think where I first met the Petrovic guys. Mm. But there's a lot of neat, you know, young guys that play different kinds of. Uh, you know, music in Los Angeles. And I think we just sort of, I don't really feel like anyone was trying to, like, be very ambitious about it. Southern California Americana musicians Frank Fairfield and Zach Sukalo. We heard Suelo Azul, Quapango Medley, Las Isabella, the San Jose Mazurka, and an old-time fiddle tune we play around here called Wagoner. There's more music from these interesting fellows coming up after a short break and a visit with Mark Jones down in the vault. This is Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. As I promised earlier, I'm going to head down to the vault and visit with Mark Jones and see what he's picked out for us this week. And as we speak, I'm standing right here at the top of the steps that lead down into that dark, dingy vault. Let's head down there now. Hey, Mark. Hey, Dave. Well, it's good to see you once again. Oh, it's always good to see you. Well, thanks. You know, I've been... I'm playing my fiddle a lot lately and trying to work up some new waltzes, and I wondered what you got in the way of uh, fiddle waltzes down here. Well, Dave, I've got a stack over here that's got a lot of different waltzes, 
And I just kind of put all the fiddle stuff together one day. And, boy, it's, there's some good tunes. You've got a pile of music here, too. Gosh. Is there anything you're working on? Well, waltzes specifically. Yeah? Well, yeah, I'd like to learn some new waltzes. What have you got? Have you ever heard uh, Seamus O'Brien? That's a good one, too, isn't it? It yep. is a good Pretty one. Pretty waltz. All right. Well, uh, here's... A buddy of mine that I worked for a little while, Frank Ellis. And uh, Frank Ellis was here during a fiddle contest, and uh, he's playing Seamus O'Brien. Let's hear it. Frank was a good fiddler, wasn't he? He still is. I guess he still is. I know that for years he owned the music store here in Mountain View. He did, and uh, I had the good fortune of working for Frank for about a year there when I had moved back from Branson. Uh-huh. Did you work at the music store? I did, managed the music store uh -huh. for him, and uh, he just... Quite a character. Well, thank you very much for playing that for us today. A good tune, Seamus O'Brien. Thank you. Both of this week's featured musicians got started playing music at an early age. By listening to what they play, you can tell that they've both been deeply influenced by the music that was being played in the immigrant communities they grew up in, be it Italian, Mexican, or Eastern European. Here are a few more tunes from Frank Fairfield and Zach Sukalow. <laughs> Thank you. 
prenda del alma sin verte y sin oírte y sin hablarte a cada instante intentaré de ti acordarme aunque sea un imposible nuestro amor la esencia de las flores como quitarle al viento la armonía como negar que te amo vida mía como borrar de mi alma esta pasión On Temple Street, this friend of ours uh, runs this really great lady, and I really like her, her her taste in music. And she just operates at a loss sometimes for the sake of keeping, you know, it's like whenever she has music, she doesn't make anything out of it. And we play there on Sunday nights with a couple of other friends of ours, and uh, so we play more. I don't know more what I'd call, uh, you know, salon string music. You know, trying to get a little more elevated. So it's. <laughs> You know, sometimes we'll play some uh, operatic arias, or we play a lot of Scott Joplin, or play just different things. And we play, you know, play Chopin waltzes and things on mandolins and guitars. And, but then on Tuesday nights, there's ragtime music. Our friend Andrew Barrett is a brilliant pianist and incredibly knowledgeable. And there's that's sort of become a piano cutting bar now. Sometimes on Tuesday nights, this other guy Adam Yarian, great stride pianist, shows up. John Reed Torres, yeah. who's just a treasure. And so there's all these different people. Now that's sort of become a, a hub in a sense. Mm -hmm.
know, back uh, in LA, we both do other things for work. You know, Frank does yeah, all the carpentry stuff. stuff. I do similar kind of stuff. You know, LA is a great town for a hustle. Yeah, there's, a, there's, <laughs> there's such a big, so many things going on. And there's people that need different things done. And we both used so, to make a living busking. You know, I yeah, feel like there's not a lot of bus. places you can do that. Or you can actually make a oh, man, I living do from that doing that. Well, <laughs> it's well, a lot of work. I don't know. I really like doing work where you know what it's worth and you do it and you know that you helped somebody and you did a good thing for a good person and you took care of them, they take care of you. And there's no nonsense. And there's no and there's nothing to But I it's, it's I easy. feel like I've never found I, any work like that's like music, that. Like there's no nonsense. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like but it is that I mean, way with me now. Like I don't yeah. deal with any nonsense. I won't I won't put up with that. Yeah, even busking with anything, like there's always gonna be some nonsense, some just like oh, some just <laughs> some aggravation.
good tunes from Frank Fairfield and Zach Sukalo, recorded on our stage at the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. They started that set with Pierna de la Alma, then a medley of Abe's Retreat and Kelly McCranky, and finished with Monterey. Let's take another short break, after which I'm going to ask Charlie Sandage to explain about the Meadow Creek Project in Stone County, Arkansas. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio. Along the southern reaches of Stone County, around 45 minutes from the Ozark Folk Center in Mountain View, Arkansas, is Meadow Creek. It's a valley, essentially, and its surrounding ridges. The first time you go, you need someone who knows the place to guide you, or else you have to be pretty strong-willed about following directions. Otherwise, quite a while before you actually wind down into the valley, you'll have given up, thinking, I know they told me to follow this road, but this is going nowhere. But Meadow Creek is a somewhere, real enough to remain a presence in the memory of anyone who has been there, especially someone like Mountain View's unofficial town greeter, J.C. Bonds. The old house was built around the turn of the century, late 1800s, and uh, my granddad, Andrew Bonds, had seven boys, and they grew up there and with music my granddad played the fiddle my grandmother played the fiddle and they would have a dance square dance on Saturday night move all the furniture out of that one big bedroom I thought was so big they would ride horses from all over you know and uh, they work hard all week you know in fields and then on Saturday night it was time to, for a dance it's a story you'll surely hear if you go chasing after the roots of any genuinely folk-based music. Entertainment, like food and shelter, was homemade, and that spawned homemade musicians. You can take your pick of a score of Stone County families with a strong musical tradition, the Blairs, the Taylors, J.C. Bonds' family, but Meadow Creek's Morrison twins, Abby and Absey, were among the first in the nation to have their music recorded and distributed widely. J.C. remembers them and their extended family. Uh, the Morrison family, they were all musicians, Willie and Fate and then Glenn, and goes even down to Richard, you know, and music was a big part of their life, you know, it kept them going. Meadow Creek was never an organized town, just one family's subsistence farm after another strung along its ridges and throughout its valley. 
One period of relative prosperity began when the Missouri and North Arkansas Railroad appeared along its southern boundary in 1907. Meadow Creek was one among several communities whose economy became tethered to whistle stops along the rail line. Tom Simmons, the Ozark Folk Center's first general manager. All of the small communities was, in fact, a little hub to the surrounding area. Auburg is a good example. People from Meadow Creek would come up there and buy groceries from J.B. Thompson's General Mercantile. At one time, Auburg even had a hotel, had a restaurant, had a blacksmith shop. All of the things that support a rural agrarian community. And uh, lots and lots of timber was shipped out from down there. And they had a spur line over a quarter of a mile long where they'd set cars out to be loaded with cross ties, piling, whatever was going out, you know, of the, of the region. For around 40 years, Meadow Creek and its sister communities shared an economy based on subsistence farms supplemented by cash income from wood products, cross ties, structural timbers sold to the railroad, and farm produce shipped out on the railroad. Subsistence farming and some source of cash income it's a concept that has a new life here because of a present-day organization known as the Meadow Creek Project. Gary Valen is its director. Well, Meadow Creek was founded in 1979. Two brothers, David Orr was a professor. His brother was a contract uh, worker, owned a construction company down in um, New Mexico. And the two of them just decided that they wanted to try to build a sustainable village, one that emphasized alternative lifestyles, such as you know using solar passive houses and living off the land as much as they could. So the first phase was just construction. And a lot of volunteers, I've got college students involved, people came up from Little Rock, uh, some local people. And it was a great dream. Funding was available for environmentally-themed projects in those days, and the Meadow Creek Project has ranged from sustainable agriculture to animal rescue and beyond. A guest dorm, barns, and available house and farm plots still operate there. Among its current goals is exploring whether that combination of subsistence farming and some source of supplemental cash income is once again a viable model in the information age, and in an age when handmade and homemade products have a market. So here's our idea. I mean, we're out here now in the semi-wilderness, and uh, we've got uh, resources. And, and uh, so if we could help people to understand that they could live out here, they could, they could grow their own food, or as much of it as they wanted to. Uh, we, we'd like to say if you could grow 30% of the food out of your own garden or, or buy from local farmers and stuff, that would really change the whole economy of this nation. Their kids would uh, have all kinds of experiences in nature and so forth. But let's just say we could find a different economy, not one that's reliant on so much on the land, but on the very things that uh, the kids are into right now, uh, the internet. Y you can make a living on the internet. People are doing it right now in cubicles, sitting in sub suburbs and high cities and so forth. They can do that out here. People figuring out how to live on their own, but in a place where neighbors take care of one another. It reminds me of J.C. Bond's story that old-time musician Waco Johnson told him about how he first met J.C.'s grandpa. 
It was on a narrow wagon trace they called the mail trail. There wasn't room for two wagons to pass, and he said, uh, my granddad was leading a team of like nine wagons loaded with cross ties coming off the mountain. And so they got their wagons stopped, and he said my granddad got off, and they some of the men said they unhooked our horses, which was Waco and his dad, picked the wagon up and set it off on the side of the hill. And then they uh, got the wagons, the nine wagons by, and they got them stopped. They came back and picked their wagon up, put it back, hooked the horses up, and they'd go on up the mountain. Meadow Creek. People doing something more than just getting by then and now. Thanks, Charlie. Both of this week's musical guests, Frank Fairfield and Zach Sokolow, have been featured on one of NPR's Tiny Desk Concerts, as well as the PBS documentary series American Epic. Sokolow is a founding member of the contemporary Americana band The Americans, also featured on PBS's American Epic. I'll finish up this week's show with a couple more tunes from these fine musicians.
that's a neat place because it's just got so many where no one's on the same page and we're not in agreement and that's what makes it exciting that's what makes it great to live somewhere where nobody wins where everyone's fighting for their own thing and nobody's in agreement and it's great it's horrid to live somewhere where everybody likes the same thing and everybody goes kayaking or whatever like everybody is like wants the same thing it's like horrid like why would you want to live somewhere where everybody agrees that's terrible i love being somewhere where there's just all of these different energies and these completely different things going on and that's what makes it exciting there's just completely everyone you see is on they're doing the this guy's a day laborer and that guy's uh you know it's like it runs this bookstore and this person's in a little pentecostal church and that guy's in it's like everyone's just hustling their own crazy thing and it's just like all that grit and energy. That energy yeah there's just something <laughs> really exciting about it yeah yeah mm-hmm. i get it
That was Frank Fairfield and Zach Sukalow playing El Primo Brindis, followed by a medley of Widow Hayes and the Arkansas Traveler. We're flattered that Frank and Zach chose to end their concert here with the fiddle tune Arkansas Traveler. I really enjoyed their show, and I hope you've enjoyed listening to it today. For more about us and links to past shows, you can find us at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. For all of us at Ozark Highlands Radio, I'm Dave Smith. Bye, everybody. Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from the Committee of 100, proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974. Arkansas State Parks, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. On the web at ArkansasStateParks.com. And by Stone Bank, with deep roots in Mountain View and a deep respect for those who preserve our heritage. More information about what it means to bank Boulder is at StoneBank.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar.